What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host, Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke, and the GM, Glenn Morgan. I don't think we have time to do our, our long intro. Let's just get <laughs> right into this thing. <laughs> Man, I was about to say, whoa. <laughs> I, I was going to actually ask you to, to throw in the Bears' new general manager for 2023. <laughs> you you should be. You have my vote. <laughs> oh, man. Because the guy that's in office right now doesn't need yeah. to have that job. Oh, man. Oh, man. He should be gone. The head coach should be gone. The entire coaching staff should be gone. The president should be gone. Mm-hmm. Ownership should be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It starts, it starts at the top. This, yeah. this, is, this has been going on too long. And it just it just it's just just a just a cycle, man. It continues to happen. And and what happened in Cleveland yesterday, it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment to have to waste your that was a man, we had a beautiful Sunday on, <laughs> on in Chicago. Beautiful September Sunday. Yeah. Nice weather. I could have done anything. But I decided to watch the Bears game because it's the team I love, and they come out and give us a crap performance like that. And not and not, and not not to get on all the players, this was all this was an organizational loss, which starts like I said at the top. But Matt Nagy was 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 the number one culprit here, no doubt about it. Wow, you uh, you're pretty gentle. <laughs> that was very civic-minded of you. That was very, uh, very cordial, very cordial dissing there. I, I, hey, yeah. hey, I want to be professional. Yeah, man. But but that's real though, real. I hear you know definitely this organization in my lifetime has been crap year after year, very incompetent. But there is a but. This all falls on Matt Nagy, man, to me. Yeah, personnel-wise, our offensive line sucks, so the GM gets gets his share. But, but he's not scheming in games. We knew the offensive line problems. We actually had okay offensive line play games one and two. We get a more athletic quarterback back then versus the best two DNs we are going to see for a while. And you want this kid to go back and just stand in the pocket like a damn statue with five man protection. Five part harmony, five part harmony, like 30 dropbacks, 21 snaps at with five man protection. What the hell, man? Really? Just like being said on TV, either this man don't know how to create an offense to work for this kid, or he wanted him to fail to prove why he wanted to stick with dog. It, it, it's one or the other. I'm going to say he just don't know how. Like I said a few weeks ago, I, I'm starting to come to the conclusion that he doesn't know how to suit a quarterback like Mitchell Trubisky and now like 
uh, Justin Fields. Well, don't he, stop there. No, I don't think he, he, no quarterback. any quarterback. Well, <laughs> but I'm saying I'm, I'm starting to see he well, but the all O line isn't. We don't have an O line to suit a quarterback of such uh, of a Nick Foles and an Andy Dalton. But to me, it seems like those are the guys he preferred back then. What else, what else, because because he's deal. trying because he's trying to have Mitch. He tried to have Mitch, and now what I saw game one. Now, granted, it was game one; it could change. But he had Justin looking like them. As Justin as a, didn't look athletic at all. As an as an offensive guru, as as he's you know supposed to be, his job is to be able to scheme to make sure that his players are put into a position where they can be successful. He does not know how to do that. Everything, it, it has to be the, the one way he knows how to do it, and that's it. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to adjust. He doesn't adjust on the fly. Hey. I, this, goes, this goes back to, what was, was, it, uh, was it 2019 when um, he said, they didn't bring me here to run the I formation? Yes. They didn't bring it. It didn't matter. You have you have whatever whatever offense will work for your team is the offense that you have to run. That's 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 just plain and simple. Whatever 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 strengths your team has, your players have, that's what you have to do. And he did not do that yesterday or 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 since he's been here. Man, he lied on his resume, like most of us do. (laughs) Man. He wasn't developing no scheme in Kansas City. None. We all know he wasn't calling plays. None. And, and, and he was getting credit for it. And Andy Reid, forget you too, because you probably he let was his reference. And you probably was called and you said, yeah, he can do sure. all this. He does and everything we were for duped. We were duped by this guy, man. I think you're wrong, man. Do not go after Andy Reid like that. Andy Reid is a genius. He knew how crappy Matt Nagy was, and he foisted him upon Chicago so that we would remain crappy for a while. Clearly, he wasn't calling plays. Look, man, it goes back to Matt Nagy at Kansas City when they were in the playoffs. They'd be in the Kansas City Chiefs for playing against the Tennessee Titans, and this was when Mari- Mariota was a, was the starting quarterback. Playoff game in KC. They, the Chiefs, have a lead going into halftime, a double-digit lead going into halftime. They lost that. Kelsey went down, so I guess that just changed everything. But Kelsey goes down. But you have Kareem Hunt, who was, like I think, the AFC Rookie of the Year that year. Okay? (laughs) And the Tennessee Titans, known for not passing and not coming back from great deficits, (laughs) <laughs> basically rammed their offense down our throat, or not our throat, I'm sorry, Kansas City Chiefs' throat, and Matt Nagy couldn't figure out anything to get that offense going to even manage a field goal to win a close game, and they lost in regulation. And then somehow, somehow, Ryan Pace was like, that's my guy. <laughs> I'm like, How? really? How? That's my guy? And then Andy Reid's like, yeah, yeah he, was, he was calling plays. Yeah, you know, I, I don't blame Reed was like, I got to get this guy well, out no, of here. No, remember, Andy Reed said that, yeah, I took over play calling, and, and you know, that's part of the reason that we lost. Remember that? Yeah, but it, it, it's, yeah, he was, he was, he was swinging up for him. That's what he was trying to do. He wanted him to get that job so he can get the hell out of his organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's amazing that Matt Nagy, after losing or setting things up for a loss for the Chiefs in a playoff game, gets to dub one of the, or the, 
oldest franchise in NFL history, becomes their head coach. And we're looking at Eric Bieniemy, <laughs> and he's going to back-to-back Super Bowls and can't get a job. And now they're probably going to find some way to blame this one and two start of the Chiefs on him. But anyway, I digress. Um, you guys are right, man. It, it's 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 all yesterday was completely naggy. I mean, all those play calls setting him up to fail was ridiculous. Not crawling enough screen plays or any rollouts, wide receiver screens nothing to help his quarterback i mean they came back at half out, out of halftime and he threw three straight passes what are you doing dude <laughs> they, went, they went into tempo oh you're right they went into tempo do you realize that i think it was in the second quarter with 537 left justin was one for one for 11 yards he went on to complete i think the next three passes at one point he was like four for four for like I think 30 yards or something. I know he was three for three. It was 29 yards with four minutes left in the second quarter. And it just went downhill after that. It was third and one. And then Fetty false started. And it just went downhill after that. abruptly. Like, why are you trying to pass the ball at third and one? Just, you, if you want to spread them out, give it to Montgomery. Did Montgomery get three carries back-to-back at all during that game? I don't did think he, so. They, t- they even touched the ball three times back-to-back. No. Meanwhile, we're watching the the, the, the Browns <laughs> go chub left, chub right, Kareem Hunt left, screen pass to Kareem, another screen pass to Kareem. I mean, I, I lost count how many screen passes that they had a tight end screen, they had a wide receiver screen, they had screens to hunt. And then when they scored that touchdown, when Hunt what? scored that touchdown to kind of push push the game away, that was off of a run. That was like third and long. Why why were they running screens? Because we were getting pressure early. Yes. There you go. We had they, five sacks. We had they, five sacks on him. I, I, at one point, I, I, I put on Facebook, hey, damn, we damn they got the same amount of sacks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, but they they adjusted. They adjusted. A, a second-year coach, right? Yeah. The coach in Cleveland is a second-year coach, correct? Yeah. Just a quick adjust it quickly but, well, but we 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 wanted to go five man protection we have five damn tight ends on the roster but we couldn't we couldn't get in the match protect at any point or even chip they weren't even using chip chip anybody something chip. <laughs> i'm watching we're watching or i'm watching i'm sure we all were watching the monday night game tonight the eagles against oh, the i uh, think i was going to i think i know <laughs> what play you about to say with the tight end and the running back one number 94 for the Eagles. Right. Did you exactly. see that one? Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> what I'm going to. The Eagles are against the Cowboys and Eagles are on defense and sweat's coming off the edge. Yes. He's, coming off, he's coming off the left edge of the, of the defense. Right. And so Schultz, who's a tight end for the uh, Cowboys. That was a running he, back came in. Schultz and it right, was a it was, running back. Right. It was Schultz. Schultz and this had the initial block the against initial, Sweats. Mm-hmm. And then the running back came to chip him and Schultz goes out into the flat. <laughs> Prescott throws the easiest freaking pass and dude's like basically wide open and runs it in for a touchdown. And, and then the, the announcer says, that doesn't make any sense. Like the defensive end should know that if Schultz is matched up against you one-on-one, he's probably going to go out and, and fake a fake block or hold a block mm-hmm. shortly and then go out, you know, for, for a pass. That's exactly what happened. It's like, it's like, why they're making these kind of and keep in mind now the head coach of the Cowboys hasn't been known for being like the greatest offensive mind. I mean, he got lambasted basically by Aaron Rodgers on the way out the door, talking about how un 
inventive his offense is. Mm-hmm. But yet, he's creative enough that the Cowboys put up what damn near 40 points tonight, over 40 well, points. Well, yeah, is over it 40 him points tonight, or is it Kellen Moore? Well, even still, he's head coach enough to realize that guy's a better play caller than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, as a head yeah. coach, you it's a head coach, you get the credit. And you also get the the That's admonishment, why. right? The blaming yeah. and admonishment when you don't allow your your staff to do what it needs to do. And this dude is so egomaniacal, and this is naked. Going back to the Bears, that he why why is Bill Lazor even on your staff? Why is he there? I mean, what the hell are you doing? You're talking about hey, you know, uh, yeah, you know, time to have uh, Justin. We mean time to have Justin. You you drafted him. You should have been preparing him all along. How can you go into that game and not have anything to help that young man and then not make adjustments after you see what the Browns are doing? And the worst, the worst, uh, I guess, admonishment you can get towards uh, Nagy is when it comes from the defense. When Garrett is like, yeah, we figured it out after like the first, first, first series, what they were doing. And they didn't make any adjustments and we just kept coming after them. I mean, the entire game, they literally. The, the Cleveland defensive line, they were in track stances. Yes. Ears pit back, going and, to get the quarterback. And the, they, defensive, they knew. And the defensive backs just sat on every sat, route. And, and, and the DBs mm-hmm. knew, okay, the Bears aren't running a route more than seven <laughs> yards, so we're just going to sit right here at 10. Right. And nothing's going to get past us. Right. And, it and, I, and I can't imagine, like, at one point, Justin was three for four. The next thing you know, he, he ended up being, like, five for, like, 19 or something it was crazy and it wasn't some of the passes were definitely errant you know and i, I probably because he, he was feeling the pressure like, a lot of them he was just throwing them to not get sacked right yeah. or he felt like you know i know i don't have any time but there are other times when he threw the ball it got to the receiver but the defenders just knocked the ball out the receiver's yeah. hand because they were right on their back they just sat there nobody was fooled they knew okay it's a curl route here's a quick out here's a quick slam hey, here's another curl route by the no. by the middle of the third quarter Justin was shell shocked. He was shell shocked because it was he, he he wasn't getting any help, no blocking, none, no no running. I mean, run the ball, run the ball. Then yeah, exactly. You have you two got David Montgomery back there. Give him the ball. You, you got Herbert. You got two running backs who can run the ball. <laughs> you didn't give the ball to like you said. They got five tight ends. Hell, Jesse James is the blocking tight end. Was he out there for more than two plays? I don't think so. You didn't run at any time they ran the ball to try to do a read option. I think they did it two times. They did it to the same side. Yeah. It didn't fool anybody. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It's like, and, 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 you know, I know what you said earlier, Brandon, like, did he set him up to fail? No, I, I don't think so. It, it, no, it comes, this guy. That's what we wanted. But I, this guy. he's been doing this with all the quarterbacks he's had. He, 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 dude, you got, what was it? They, they showed a clip. With uh, the two quarterbacks, Foles and Dalton talking, and Foles is like, yeah, "This this yeah, offense isn't working." <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. Are you kidding me? I mean, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, Helen Keller, any famous blind person who you know of would have seen this. That this is hey, ridiculous. Hey, that's one reason I do love Foles because he got out there last year and said in the press conference, "Hey, this this ain't this shit ain't working." Right, like, tell the truth. Like the devil this, this is not working. <laughs> like that's one. That's one thing I love. Hey, man, speak up. Right. Brandon, of course, Justin ain't gonna speak up. He a rookie, 
But well, like, yeah, right. But like and, somebody and Dalton, like Foles watching on the sideline. He hasn't been here long enough. But but Foles, Foles hey. don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. What you gonna do? My contract is guaranteed. I want a damn Super Bowl. <laughs> right. What you gonna do to me? Hey, I'd rather have Foles call plays. I mean, man. think about this, man. This this young man got sacked more times than he completed passes. Hmm. He got sacked nine times. You realize the Bears, I think they're tied for number one with most sacks in the league at 15 right now after three games. Do you realize if you just play that out over 17 games, that's going to be 85 sacks? Okay, that's probably not going to happen. happen. Right, but take a third of that off, and you're probably going to get 61 sacks, and that is probably what's going to happen. <laughs> That's probably take a third of 85 sack. It, subtract that, you know, off the 85 that I just said. And that's probably 60 to 61 sacks is probably guaranteed because you're already one fourth of the way there and you're not even one third of the way through the season. I do. It is unconscionable what this man has done to several quarterbacks. And look, you know, I'm not the biggest Mitchell Trubisky fan. Hell, I'm not a fan at all. Hey, I thought he was a nice dude. I just didn't think he was – I thought he was an athlete trying to play quarterback, and I think he's average at best. But damn, dude, was it really like that? <laughs> I feel kind of sorry for you. I'm like, hey, I'm glad you're out of here, and maybe you maybe you can heal mentally, you know, in Buffalo because this is some BS, dude, that he's doing. And, hey, let's not let freaking Ryan Pace off no. the hook at all. That's, that's why I started it with him. Because – he has been here since 2015 and has never, N-E-V-E-R, never, never, N-E-V-A-H, never drafted an offensive lineman in the first round at all. The highest pick of an offensive lineman was a 39th pick overall, which is in the second round. No, two times. He had oh. it with uh, uh, James Daniel was number 39, a second round pick, and also Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins, the guy with the bad back. Great job there. Great job. Who may never shoot up. Or if he does, he'll be less than what we thought we were getting. I mean, dude, keep in mind, this dude has drafted nine. He's only drafted. He is only drafted. He's been here, what, 2015. So that's what, six years? He's had seven drafts. In seven drafts, he's only drafted nine offensive linemen total. In seven drafts, he's only drafted nine offensive linemen total and you moved up in 2017 to get a quarterback which means you should surround your young talent with protection so he doesn't get his head bashed in and you only drafted nine offensive linemen since you've been here are you kidding me that makes no sense in 2020 which was just you know what last year year before last draft he drafted two offensive linemen in the seventh round, back-to-back. Way to go. And of those nine offensive linemen, guess how many are still on the team? One. No, no. There are four. Guess how many are active? Uh, Whitehair, Daniels. I can't name another. That's it, bro. You got yeah. it. You can't. No, that's it. Because Tevin Jenkins is who knows. And yeah. then Borum's out. Yeah. Right. Man. So you only have two guys out of the nine you've drafted that are playing. Really? Seriously? And one thing I learned today is that our our entire O line only takes up twelve million dollars. Yeah. Well, oh, you know what? Olin Cruz brought this up before the season started. Are we like oh. what? Olin, I never get. Olin Cruz said, "You're you're asking for trouble right here." 
your your offensive line is only making twelve million dollars this year. <laughs> Something don't add up. How, this was before like, the season who, started. Who are we playing? <laughs> We're Max playing. is the only one with a crazy contract. Right. That's the thing. But you who know, are we, we paying? The tight end. You're paying the tight end ten million. Ben Mac. You pay you pay eight million for the tight end. You're paying ten million to a quarterback for one year. Yeah. You're paying a third string quarterback that's that's only been active <laughs> last week. <laughs> You're paying him at least six million. Oh God. And you'd have enough money for your Pro Bowl cornerback. Great job. Great job there. Yeah, and, I, you're and, right. And, and we franchise the wide receiver. Allen Robinson. Right, you don't want to pay where him. The, where the hell is – like, I'm looking at – Your defensive line. Your money's looking at – yeah, You're looking at you, – Quinn, Quinn and Mack probably take up a bulk of it. Yeah. What the um, fuck, though? That's crazy. The linebackers aren't really making Go look at <laughs> go, – go look at the Rams and the amount of money they're dishing out to these guys – Look at the Cowboys, and, they, and they've and they've got a vet quarterback. Look at the Eagles; they just up my I can't pronounce his last name, but it's up to him. They just gave him a contract extension. A real big dude from I think Australia or New Zealand. I can't like Mayalata or something like that. It's I mean, mad. dude, you look at you look look at the look at the team we played yesterday. That Browns, that that's that's a nice hefty little. But here's the thing: if you're not going to put that amount of money, and I get it to some degree, you somewhere you've got to figure out where you're going to allocate your, your funds and if it's on the defense and you expect your defense to be dominant. Okay. Defense has been consistent. I mean, it's been, it's been effective pretty much since we've been here. Okay. So you need, if you don't have money for the offensive line, you know what you do? Use your draft picks because you don't have to pay them for three to four years. Even if you get them in the second round, if you get them in the first round, you got to pay them anything to, for four years. And he's not even doing that. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It makes Zero cents, bro. Zero cents. Zero cents. The two offensive linemen from 2015, not here. Cody White here, here from 2016. 2017, Jordan Morgan, no relation, not on the team. <laughs> 2018, James Daniels. Okay, White here and Daniels, they're all right. 2019, zero. Didn't draft an offensive lineman. You got a quarterback that you moved up for in 2017, and two years later, you don't get many offensive linemen. We're good. No worries. <laughs> and then you follow that up knowing you got an offensive line problem in 2020 with drafting two offensive linemen in the seventh round. Great job. So 2021, we're going to do things differently here. Okay, I feel you, Tevin Jenkins. Hey, all right. Way to move up and get him. Great job. Larry Borm. Hey, didn't know he was one of the better offensive linemen in the SEC. That's got to mean something. Wait, Tevin? Oh, oh, lower back, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry about at, that. At 22. Right. And Borum. Hey, hey, we got Borum. We, oh, he's hurt. <laughs> Dude, really? What are we doing here, man? What are we doing here? Wide receivers. You, you know, they're no good if you can't, if, if they can't run a route. And that's the other thing. That's the other yeah. thing. How the hell are you making these five drop step type routes where these guys need time to get open and the blockers don't have time because they can't block them? It's, it's a yeah. sieve. It's the same crap he did. It's the same shit he did when Foles was, was quarterbacking. Foles was like, man, you're getting me killed. You're calling these wrong-ass routes and these dudes can't hold anybody. Yeah. And, you, and you bring in 
uh, the the dude, uh, what's his name? The cat? No, no, no. The uh, offensive coordinator emeritus, <laughs> the dude who took over play call of duties, laser. Laser. You bring, Phil laser. You, bring you bring in real laser, or he's here, and then you he he's given his duties. And after a couple of weeks of trying to figure out what they can and do, he made some chicken salad of chicken crap he was given, and they look functional. And who who knew Montgomery could run the ball? Who exactly. knew that? Like for the fifth carry, all of a sudden he's killing fools. Nope. So what? So why the hell didn't we stay there? What what made Matt Nagy say, you know because what? Okay, Matt, Matt Nagy, I I can do it now. Matt Nagy thinks that if he's not calling the plays, that there is no reason for him to be here. There's no reason for you to be here, period. Well, he pretty pretty much guaranteed he's going to be gone at the end of the year. The only question is, will the front office also get rid of Pace? They should. They need to. It's a package deal. deal. Your your cap is is basically fucked right now. Yes, malfeasance. And you don't have a first-round pick next year. You don't have a first-round pick. (laughs) <laughs> Which is fine. I'm I'm fine with that. I, I man, right, I'm glad he went after Justin Fields. I, yes, I no doubt. But you don't have any money to get no, anybody. Yeah, you can't get. Yeah. <laughs> so what are they gonna do? This is depressing. And, you, and you've got. I think it's a total. I think right now I have to double check. I think it's either three picks or four next year. They don't even have a full seven, and they don't have a fifth round pick. I know they have a. I, I'm sorry. I don't think they have a fourth round pick. They have a second and a third. And I think the next pick after that is like a fifth. So it's like slim pickings, bro. Slim pickings. And you know, you know you have to go off, go for an offensive lineman, probably too. Because you don't know if Jenkins is ever going to be anything. And if Fetty, you can't keep anybody on, on the on the edge like that. That's, That's just ridiculous. Think about a Fetty, the reason he's not in Seattle anymore is because he sucked as a tackle in Seattle. Yeah. And so you bring him here to play guard. You move him outside because he, you know, you had to necessity last year, and he played all right. So then you say, "Yeah, we're finding right tackle." Put <laughs> Fetty out there. No, you're not. That makes no sense. Oh. Oh. that makes no sense. They were you enough get, offensive linemen. You get rid of Leno, okay? Right. I, I get it, but then you really you don't replace him. No. You don't replace him. You go to the draft, you you, you draft somebody that you think can play left tackle. But, I mean, even going into the season. He was more for right tackle. Rookie. Well, yeah. yeah he mostly played right. He mm-hmm. played left in, in, in the sets. I think it was some injuries. Right. In, uh, Oklahoma State. We're talking about uh, Tevin, Tevin Jenkins. Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some injuries at Oklahoma State. He had to slide over to left tackle a little bit. And he looked, he looked all right at left tackle. He, he can play the position. But you're going with a rookie at left tackle? Mm-hmm. That you're gonna draft in the second round that wasn't an every down left tackle in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. makes no sense. Mm-hmm. No sure. sense. Sure does. But then he he's you know not on the field because his backs are so so he's not even, he's not even in the, in the equation anyway. And he had to go out and get Jason Peters who is seventy five. <laughs> And, and they just was letting leaving him, and let, leaving him, yeah. By himself. I felt so bad for him, what, man. What the he, hey, he was he was working his tail off, man. But he, <sighs> come on, man, Miles Garrett is over him. <laughs> Help him! Help oh. him! Give him! Give him something! <laughs> give him something. And and I and I will get on Peters for this this play. There was a play the where cut, uh, the chop, the, he, but like, the, tried the, to the, cut the, block. the cut block. I mean, dude. <laughs> 
He was well, he, he knew he was like, I have no shot. I'm just gonna cut him right now. I do whatever I can. I have no shot. So let me oh. just take his legs out. Hopefully, hopefully that'll slow him down. Cause I can't stick with this dude. Well, at least that was a vet move. That's better than what Fetty did. Okay, but no, no, but there was a play. Uh, Garrett Garrett got a, one of one of Garrett sacks where uh there was a man inside. He was he was he was uh, on the outside outside eye of uh, who's the left guard now? Is it Whitehair? Yes. Or is it Daniels? Whitehair. It was Whitehair. 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 Oh, he was on, he was on a, he was on the outside eye eye of uh, Whitehair. Now, as playing all, I used to play offensive line, so I know inside you're supposed to always look inside first. All right. Oh, uh, I think you're talking about where the uh, the DB came in. Is that the one? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Well, there was there was a show blitz, but he right. had an inside man, and he blocked went no inside one. first. But Miles <laughs> Garrett was freaking outside and basically went unblocked and 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 made a sack. If Miles Garrett is on your outside eye as a tackle, damn it, take Miles Garrett. Oh. He's probably gonna get there. He's probably gonna do the more uh, more damage. Whitehair, Whitehair is gonna be all right inside. He's he's gonna be fine. Take Miles Garrett. He left Miles Garrett. All alone. Yeah. Hey. Nothing. Now that you know, that's a tough decision, I said, because because offensive line instincts always inside first. But that's when you're supposed to have somebody mm, helping he's him. He's a veteran. Somebody. Right. And he's a vet. So mm. he he's got he should have a little more experience than, than to understand like what you just said. But yeah, he hasn't played in a while either. So he'd be a little rusty. And you basically you set him up to fail. I mean yeah. You really did. And, and there are times where, you know, the Browns are scheming it so defensively where they've got, you know, three uh, – an overstack on one side where they've got three rushing off of the, the defensive – I mean, the offensive right side and the defensive left side. And basically, they just had them one-on-one. <laughs> and they just beat them to the inside of a Fetty and made a sack. It took no time at all. It's like, dude, you, you made Tacharis McKinley look good. Fetty was like, "All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna beat him outside here," and that, that's what man, that's 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 a pass for a setup right there, man. Yes, you keep exactly. going outside, you keep beating them outside, and then next play, I'm gonna deke him inside, and a Fetty was just shook. Oh, setup! He could do. Funny you should mention setup because that's what an offensive coordinator should be doing. That, he that's should be right. Setting up the defense because your play should make some kind of sense because it should be some kind of streamline. I mean, you want to look at good play calling, and I'm not saying he's the greatest person in the world, but you want to look at good, consistent play calling. And he's lost two Super Bowls that he should have won, you know. But Shanahan is a really good play caller. You look at that game last night, Sunday night. I mean, the the the, the Packers and the 49ers. There was some really good scheming play calling on both ends. I'm not saying it's perfect through the whole game. Nobody's necessarily perfect through the whole game, but it's good play calling. It's good but scheming. I, I think all these coaches scheme better than Matt Nagy. <laughs> all true. of them. I, 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 like, I really <laughs> think all of them. And I'm talking Jets, Giants, all of them. I watched Man, I'm, my boy was getting... He was like, damn, Smoke, you upset because I'm watching... Of course, I'm watching Tampa and, and L.A., that's not the greatest of examples, but goddamn, everybody they're throwing to is not a it's not a defender in sight. Right. It's like we never see that with our never. guys. We never see that. That's scheme. Like to me, that's that's all scheme. We don't have anyone that can find a hole in in a zone. We <laughs> we, we don't have anyone that can do that. Either we don't have the talent, 
or it's the scheme. And I think it's the scheme. I feel like we are the greatest team at five-yard stop routes. We do that <laughs> shit to perfection. We do it to perfection. I, I'm, I'm, I, I can't remember the last time a Bears receiver caught a ball in stride. I can remember. With a run, well, run after the it. catch. Well, Ooh. he dropped it. It was in the playoff game when Mitch threw the greatest ball I ever seen him throw, and that mother dropped oh, it in the, in end, the zone. end zone. Wins. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, but other than that, our receivers are all the only the only one I can I can think of is um is uh the Falcons game when Nick Foles hit uh yeah, Anthony Miller. Miller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was zone. that was his stride. Yeah, that was a good day. I should not over <laughs> over over a four year period. I should not remember the oh. one reception that was that was made in stride that that that's that should not happen there shouldn't I, be just one i wish i had total recall and could verbatim go over what dan orlowski on espn uh and ryan clark as they broke down a, a player or two mm-hmm. with the bears and maybe it's on youtube for those of you who are yeah, listening to get a chance to it's watch on it youtube it's on it, youtube it was it was a it was a dissection of incompetence. Mm-hmm. They dissected every incompetent move. Like they said, this doesn't make sense, and this doesn't make sense. And why would you even do that? And this doesn't make sense. And, and you, even and they even got on Dan got on the receivers because it was a time where Godwin, yes, Justin was late with the throw, but he just sat and wait waited for it to get to him instead of coming to the ball and catching it. it. But it got it got knocked down. Like, yeah, because the defender's right there sitting on him, sitting on the route. Like he had, he was in front of the guy. All he had to do was just move up to go catch it. The give one, himself a better chance. The one big pass play the Bears had yesterday, the uh, the forty-four yard <laughs> pass interference. Actually, uh, Robinson sort of stopped on a on a route there, and mm-hmm. and Justin launched the ball. Luckily, he did, um, and it, and it caused. But yeah, they. I don't think they. They haven't had somebody that's been able to, you know, if he if he gets out, if the quarterback gets out in space and just tell him, hey, just go. go. You know, that's right. what the Packers have done for the last 30 years. Yeah, Jalen Hurst just did it tonight when the game yeah. was out of hand. He said, go. And he threw the pass in the end zone the, and, the Bear, and Ward caught it. The Bears don't do that. No. They don't do that. They don't do anything, dude. They don't run screen plays. They don't run draw plays. And when they do – they don't they don't build on any success they have running the ball. I mean, you look at the Tennessee Titans, man. I mean, they came back on Seattle a week before last by running <laughs> with the their freaking yep. Run and identity that they have an identity. They have they, an identity. They've got they, weapons. Because yeah, because oh, me so saying stick it to big, their game plan is not the right though. words, especially dealing with a guy like Matt Nagy. Because he sticks to his game plan, but we don't have a goddamn identity at all. No. So, so yeah, it's all about identity, not sticking to your game plan. <laughs> knowing who you are as a team is the thing, right? And knowing what you guys can and can't do, so you don't put them in positions to continue keep doing what they're incapable of doing. And again, just going back to Lazor, I mean, that's the easiest condemnation you can point to in terms of like disparity. It's like, dude, this guy comes in. He, You've been with this team for several years. This is his first year with the squad. And after a couple of weeks, the next four or five weeks, all of a sudden we're back in a playoff hunt. And we end up going to the playoffs mainly because of 
you know, basically play call. We, they, yeah, that run against the Texans. I know the Texans were saying nothing last year, but we didn't know that Montgomery could go past 20 yards. Yeah. We, we were joking all year, like, man, he, he can't run past 20 yards. That dude ran like was a 60 yard, 60 plus yard touchdown. Like, whoa. Okay. And guess what happens when you do that? Now your play action works. Now the pass rushes are in your face all the damn time. Now your receivers can run a, a 15 yard route. They can do a 15 out. They can do a pulse pattern. I mean, they can do other things yeah. besides run little curls. The D-line the D won't be in track stances. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Everybody was like, "Woo, my turn. My turn. Clowney was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I finally got my sack. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like they felt bad that they were beating up on Justin Fields. And Garrett, Garrett, uh, Garrett said that in a, in a press conference. He's like, yeah, I was just shocked they didn't make any changes. <laughs> really? Oh, it's just as bad as when the, the Green Bay Packer dude a couple years ago was like, yeah, you know, we knew what he could do. We, we just, you know, sat on the route. <laughs> it, 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 man, dude, it is so infuriating. And, and, and radio, a local radio punished him today. And hmm. national, national news, you know, vilified him. It, it is unconscionable. What he did, because all, all he and Nagy's been talking about, and even Pace too, we're going to protect him. We want to make sure he comes in right. We're going to do right by Justin. You know, we want to take his future into consideration, you know, blah, blah, blah. Motherfucker, after four, I'm sorry, I just let that one slip out. Excuse, excuse the language. But <laughs> after four and five sack, after the fourth or fifth sack, you should have been like, you know what? He, he is in mortal danger. He is getting killed out there. Let me help him. And clearly, and I know the game was still, you know, he still had a chance at the game, but damn, dude, it's not like you, it felt like you were down by 30, but you were just down by seven. Run the stinking like, ball, man. Like that's like, like he didn't even try. Didn't even after, try. After a certain time in that game, I, I forgot Montgomery was on the team. Exactly. I exactly. literally forgot Montgomery was on the team. We didn't try to run at all. We didn't even throw swing passes to him. Not enough. Meanwhile, uh, Hunt is killing us on swing passes. Chubb is killing us off tackle. I mean, come and, on, man. And I wouldn't be smoked if I don't bring up my favorite bear, good old Eddie Jackson, <laughs> with that uh, god-awful uh, 10 tackle. Yeah, I, I don't Come know on, what happened. Man. I, 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 I don't want to spend I didn't want to spend too much time on the defense. You know, the defense you know actually played well yeah. early on. And like, I know I know they, they gave up, wore down. I know but they like, gave up 200 yards. They gave up 200 yards rushing, but I mean they those dudes were gassed, man. It's only they were so on much, the field. It's only so much you can do, man. They were gassed. How many plays did the Bears run? The Bears ran like what? Maybe 30 I plays? Think 40, I think 42. Shit. Okay, if you say so, but those are the quickest forty-two plays ever yeah. running on the man. Meanwhile, you know, Cleveland just taking their time, pounding the ball on you. Mm -hmm. I mean, even it, even when even early in the game, it took two fourth down stops by us. They were driving, yeah. But we, but but our defense has always been that bend don't break, right? And this so, is not like, it's a, without Eddie Goldman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so by the way, look, shout out to. Uh, well, a couple guys. Uh, Robert Quinn showed up yesterday mm -hmm. on defense. Mario Edwards. Yes. Yes. Came to play yesterday. It was good to see yes. him out there. That dude's a beast. Uh, Mac, he, he got he got hurt, but he was 
Giving he was it doing all. his thing, man. Even Gibson blocked a pass. Yeah, you know? yeah. The D line was playing. D line played, played the played the asses off. Yes. Uh, like I said, even you know, it's it's such that they gave up. You know, they gave up a lot of yardage, man. I, I didn't even. I honestly didn't think the secondary played too often. All things considered, I mean, you're going up against Odell Beckham. You're going yeah. up against Chubb and Hunt, and they run the ball. Like, so. I feel. I feel like them receivers made some really good catches. They did. Like, yeah, they made yeah. some really and, good and, catches. And, and I mean, even then, Odell didn't go off on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really. had some catches. Higgins didn't go off on us. No, I, dude. Let me let me ask you this: uh, is because you're you're the the, the resident football uh, player and, and offensive lineman, and I, I was uh, trying to convey this to my daughters early. Not that they really cared; they just kind of humored <laughs> me when they listened to me. But I'm like, you know, it's frustrating when you have an offensive line that is always set on pass protecting because I, I believe that makes them passive. They're not as aggressive as they could be. They're kind of on their hunches. And they're not striking like they would be if they were running the ball. And when you're running the ball, it makes you a bit more aggressive. So even if you're not winning, even if you're struggling, you're still being able to tee off on somebody. That keeps you aggressive. When you're, when you're not having success and you're being passive, that can't do anything to your mentality, but make you feel even more ineffective. And so I think that Nagy, when this running place, he keeps calling. It's like, even when we get a chance to try and run the ball, we're still not, we're not used to running the ball. They're not used at being able to drive block like they should, or, or do the type of run blocking schemes that would make them more effective. And I say that because when I think about laser calling the plays last year, once we committed to the run, you know, the offensive line didn't seem as bad. And Fetty, can, Fetty doesn't have to he's, – he's horrible if he has to do pass protection. But if he can run and hit somebody, it's like, hey, I can run and hit somebody. I can crack him across the jaw. I mean, even Olin joked yesterday about, hey, you know, at one point, just grab a face mask. <laughs> you know, just, really? just, just do something. So I'm asking you, does that make an offensive line less effective if they're constantly being unsuccessful in pass protection because of the passivity that may be involved and, and having to absorb – a rush as opposed to being more aggressive and going after someone when you're run blocking. All right. So as an offensive line, any, any offensive lineman worth anything at any level, the number one thing, the, the, your favorite thing to do is to impose run your will block. and to run block, okay. drive block. That's what I thought. That's that's because, because then you, you, like I said, you're, you're imposing your will. You know, defenders get to do it all day. They, they, they get to have all the fun. Offensive linemen don't really get to have fun. But at least when you're run blocking, yeah. you're, 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 you're people moving, you're imposing your will. When you're pass blocking, pass blocking is cool, you know. Uh, that's where, that's where, you know, that's where you get your money. You got to protect the quarterback. Okay. But getting that pancake, that's what it's all about, man. We, we learned that yeah, from, that, from, from big Orlando that. Pace back in the day. Like it was how- all about that pancake. We finally, like we, finally we finally got a stat. A stat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like yes. and like you didn't well, do any. Ball, of it that, it's so. just man. It, it's just it's just it becomes infectious, and you you know you you build confidence if you, you if you if you're able to beat that defensive you do, line. You do a counter and have. On, I'm not a big football, especially when it comes to linemen, but have one of them on the other side pull to the other side, and you just both. Flop on Garrett. Yeah, make him feel it. You get what I'm saying? Like, like, okay, motherfucker, you gonna keep hitting our quarterback? Hey, so. get a penalty. I don't care. Drop his ass or something, <laughs> man. Like, like, it just was like, man, like, dude, you. 
I mean, the easiest I, thing, so the I was saying thing. this to people yesterday. I was saying this to people yesterday. Matt Nagy coached more like a rookie than 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 Fields played like one. Mm, yeah, I like that. That's, you have failed this city. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Nagy dropped the beat. <laughs> you you have failed this city. You have failed this city, man. But like I really feel that way. Like he coached more like a rookie than not rookie quarterback play like one. Because you didn't give the rookie quarterback a chance. Like I, I would have been fine if you was calling these creative plays for him and he threw four picks. I'd have been like, you know yeah. what? Hey, Did you trying try? to get it downfield, right. throwing the ball away. Like, like you got some people who is on TV standing up for for uh Nagy. Who you, you not after yesterday. Before oh, yesterday. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's some. Wait, y'all watch Speak a- for Yourself? After yesterday? No, I didn't see Speak Who. Who? Who? So, you who? mean after yesterday? You talking about before yes. yesterday or after yesterday? Yes. After yesterday. Marcellus Wiley. No, he wasn't. All no, right. He say, man, if you that dude, you overcome that. Uh, I got an opinion about about that okay. show, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, say I do too. I, feel like, <laughs> I, I do too, especially with the person that used to be on there. No, I said, rookie. Man. No rookie. You can't, in his believe, first you can't start. believe that. No rookie man. in his first start could overcome it. Peyton Manning, uh, Peyton Marino, uh, hmm. Steve Montana. I mean, any combination of of, <laughs> of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen. Tom Manning. Peyton Man. Brady, none of those could overcome that in their first start. I, dude, that's impossible. That's impossible. That's impossible. That's an idiot thing to say. That's as idiotic that as a coach. How about we can go this far? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes all lose that game if they are a bare quarterback. Yeah, even right I, now. I think, as right now. Any, there's right no now. quarterback that could have won that game. Actually, you know what? No, no. No bullshit. I scream bullshit. You know why? Ooh. Because they'd have had the stones, and, the, and right now they'd have been like, you know what? This place sucks. <laughs> They're gonna change the play. That's the only reason why they, but, they would. They but, would they, well, they no, I mean, but if game, they, but, but I'm saying game. if they if they played the play, if they didn't change anything and they just played the game, right? Yeah, they didn't change anything. But what I'm saying is, yeah. after the after the third sack, they would be like, this is bullshit. They'd be like Nick Foles. Yeah. This shit's not working. <laughs> and, and see, and that's another thing that comes to my mind. We don't have personality on this team. I think we mm. do. It's on the defense. But the defense can't score all the time, dude. And the defense. I, I don't the think. Point. No, I think. I don't right. think. I don't think we have personality on the I'm defense. I'm thinking about. I don't. There, Hicks? No. So, so I, I ask this. Hicks, I ask you know, Hicks is. I, look, I'll give you Hicks. Hicks. That's, that's it. Man. Tariq Cohen was I, offensive personality. He'd been hurt. But, so he but can't I, play. But, but I, I ask this. There. Right with, with that, with as incompetent as Matt Nagy has been, how does it still appear that he has control of that locker room? How? Well, I think we'll find out this week, man, dude. Like I feel like he still has a good grasp on that locker room. Week after week, year after year, the defense has come out and played their asses off for an offense that has been so bad year after year. I think I think we'll like find we out. have no one speak. Dick Foles is the only one to speak up. <laughs> I think I think we'll find out this week. 
And Nick Foles ain't the only one in there that was that was saying that. Yeah, the tight end. It can't be. Can't be. Can't be. You know, when when he got here, he being Nagy got here, you know, the first seven to nine games, we thought, wow, this is the most you know, electric offense we've seen in a while, which just shows you to go to show you how Remember much that we tight end shovel pass. <laughs> yeah, good times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we thought, wow. But if you recall, I don't remember what episode it was during our podcast, but I, I brought out the stat that when they played the Lions the second time, from that time going forward, the rest of the season, the offense was trash because whatever Nagy was doing had got figured out. And he hasn't made he hasn't made the adjustment since the second half of 2018. And that offense failed this city. And that offense struggled mildly under Matt Nagy. (laughs) You have failed this city. (laughs) Sorry, it was late. (laughs) I mean, seriously. And 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 if we and I think we talked about this before recently. You know, why did the Bears, why were the Bears so success, successful? Why did they go 12 and 4? Which, to be quite honest with you, they should have gone 15 and 1 that season, but they went 12 and 4. It's because of that defense. That defense was phenomenal. And it hasn't looked the same since one Nick, uh, Vic Vangio has left and gone on to the Broncos, who, by the way, like I said, they got a real shot to win that division, especially yeah, with the Chiefs right. being 1 and 2 now. You're right. But Vic Vangio was a big reason because that defense was so tight. And they kept giving the offense opportunities. And it just, it hasn't, it, he, he's been riding, he being Nagy has been riding the success of 2018 to here we are right now, 2021, talking about I need, I can fix it. Dude, what? You don't, you don't even know how it's broken. And I think uh, Olin Cruz said it best on the, on the after show. What he's like, they keep wondering why. The why. The why. Well, look Put in the mirror. mirror in look in the mirror. Look at the mirror, you MFs. Look at the mirror, you MFs. And that's the reason why. You know, riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. You you have to know what you did yesterday was malfeasance of the highest level. I mean, it was criminal. You, I mean, look, man, that young man has a family. And I know his mama had to be like, what the f- is going on? I know his father had to be his like, father. Let me get over there and bust his a cap up in his you-know-what because this is some BS. I didn't have my son come here to be brutalized. And that's what it was. It was, it was like it was like brutalization. Mm. It, it was unnecessary. One one thing, one thing I loved in this press conference, he said, Man, I'm not used to this. <laughs> right. Who is? And 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 so, and I, I know a lot of people is just gonna look at that like, you know. He's, you know, he he's used to winning, but no, I look. So, so I'm a guy, baseball guy. Went to Simeon High School. Success while in high school. I got to college. We went six and thirty six. You talking about rough first year of college baseball? I'm talking crying every night, calling home. Look, I can't do this. These guys on this team, it's like, it's fine with this. It's like they're used to it. I'm not used to this. Like, it, it killed me. So when I heard him say that, I knew deep down inside, he's he's probably like, if something don't change, I can't play for this guy. Like, 
this guy doesn't have my best interest at heart. No. And 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 something got to give. Either he just going to be greater than Nagy's flaws. He's too young at this point. And and it's, it's, he's too young at this point. Or, too young, or something's got to give. Eventually, eventually, he's going to be that personality that I'm talking about. He's going to have to be. And hopefully he is built for this to handle you know, the adversity that he is clearly going to be facing going forward. And I'm going to put out this real quick, real quick, because I was thinking about it today and I'm sure I'm not the only one. So I'm not trying to come across like that, but I'm like, okay, we talking about get rid of him. I think everybody's cool with that. Everybody's down with that. You know, from here, North side to the South side to the West side, to Gary, Indiana. <laughs> I've been posting all, it all day. <laughs> so, so who do we bring in? I have two candidates, two candidates. I, I literally permanently. Yeah, as, yeah, as a head, new head. You coach. want us to answer you first, or you want? To oh, say? If, if you have, uh, yeah, let me hear what you I got. Guys one. Say. All right, let me hear you. I got one, Kellen Moore. Not bad. I'm okay with that to some degree. He'd be my third option. You got one or two? That's ads? that's. I don't. I don't have one off the top of my head. No. Okay, yeah. off the top of my head, I tell you what, my number one guy right now, Joe MF and Brady. He is the offensive coordinator uh, for Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. He was also the offensive coordinator LSU. for LSU mm-hmm. when they Joe trounced, yeah. they trounced the world. And they yeah. went up against seven top 10 ranked teams, I think, or at least seven top 15 ranked teams a year and kicked their you and you know what. And you look at what the Panthers are doing now. And mm-hmm. we talk about, you know, uh Sam Darnold being seeing ghosts. He ain't saying that now. <laughs> he, he ain't saying that now. And, and they, you know, I know they haven't played like the greatest of teams, but hey. they're three and zero, and they look and, good. They and look Zach good. Wilson is looking like what they were saying Zach uh, Sam Darnold was. Yeah, look like he's seeing Casper. Poor Zach. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he was cheesing and grinning when he took that thing. He took the, the jersey on on, on draft mm-hmm. day. So you know, go ahead, take your lump, son. So Joe Brady's my number one option. The second guy will be the dude that knows what to do with Justin, his former head coach at Ohio State. Or, yeah, his Ryan former head Day? coach. Yes, Ryan Day. <laughs> oh, shit. Because I'm like, because like he knows what to do with him. I mean, man, dude, for real. I mean, this dude, hell, he made uh, Haskins look good. <laughs> I mean, come on. He got two guys picked in the top 15. I think he knows what he's doing. You know, I, I'm not going to pick the guy from Oklahoma because he got all that talent and can't get out. Get, get has, with a playoff game. Has that ever happened before where a, a college coach came in, coached his, uh, his, his number one quarterback? People? Yeah, yeah. I don't believe so. Not that I can think off the top of my head because Jimmy Johnson is probably – Switzer. I'm trying to think of all the guys yeah, that Switz- came straight. Technically, Switzer did coach Aikman, but I don't. He wasn't. He didn't really coach him. Yeah, he right. was the guy. Right. Um, he was back, coach. He was Aikman's coach in Aikman, yeah. freshman year. He was at Oklahoma, and then uh, uh, he, he being uh, Switzer talked to Terry Donahue, who was the head coach at UCLA, and it's like, hey, I think I got a guy to fit what you guys are doing. And Terry Donahue said, okay. He looked at Aikman after the first practice. He's like, um, I think we got a chance to win a Heisman. With this guy, Wait, I think we got so Switzer didn't like him. 
No, he liked them. He just didn't fit what they did. They ran an option. They were, they were options. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, Aikman's a drop-back passer. So, but Aikman was from that region, so he wanted mm-hmm. to go to Oklahoma. You know, he's like, hey, I want to be, you know, hometown kid, all that kind of stuff or from the same state. So, I and, like and, coaches like that, man. Yeah, because you know what? He had he was in the best interest of the fucking player. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I would take Ryan Day. And I'm not – your Keller Moore is intriguing as well. Because I look at the Cowboys. The Cowboys' plan today was different than their plan against the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. You know, it, two different types of teams. And they ran up – at one point, they had 29 rushes and 20 passes. And they were controlling the line of scrimmage. I mean, they had some fumbles and stuff. They kind of shoot themselves in the toes. Yeah. And they still kicked their ass by 20 points. Yeah. You know? So, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, I would go with Joe, Joe Brady – Ryan Day and Kellen Moore, because dude, he's got to go. He has got to go. And if the if the Bears had any cojones, they would get rid of them. Why did after the Lions game? Well, my question is, well, okay, I get they they didn't do it today because they're the Bears, right? Yeah, I would have fired. We all would have fired them. I, you know what? I would have done like like USC did Lane Kiffin. No, don't don't bother getting on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Find your own way. There's not enough room. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, COVID, we got to keep, you know, spaces in between the seats. So why don't you keep your, we're going to do social distancing from you and you can take, you know, an Uber back or whatever. By the way, the Lions aren't that bad. No, dude. They're not. And I'm like, people keep talking about this is the best, like, easiest win like man mm-hmm. they've been playing everybody tough three, but they've been playing tough man mm-hmm. they could be three and oh and well, they could be not they the look at two and one hey two they looking at this game, game. Like, yeah, yo, two this, and is, one. this is one we can take right yeah they're looking at us like hey we got one we got a pigeon here yeah. dude i was i mean when i say i was telling you guys i mean i'm just saying that in general that but telling people all around, i'm like dude the lions are going to be extremely physical you look at their draft and see how they draft. You look at their head coach, and now he talked about biting off the kneecaps or, <laughs> or whatever it was he was saying. And you realize they're going to play with a certain type of physicality, and they know they're not going to win this year. It's all about setting the tone and creating, quote-unquote, that culture that you want to have. And the team is like, yeah, cool. We get to hit people? Fantastic. Let's have, let's have at it. And you can tell the offensive line is physical, man. <laughs> and it's going to be a battle. I think it's going to be a, probably a low-scoring game. And you can see the Bears' offensive strength was their D-line to go against the Lions' offensive strength, which is their offensive line. And they're going to see some great slob-knocking battles. Hell, probably a couple of fights will break out, and that will be fantastic. At least we'll know that the Bears still give a damn. But if the Bears don't give a damn, we'll know right there, like you said, is that Nagy has yeah, lost yeah, that locker room. Lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the players are going to be like, you know what? We can't do this. If we got any true personality, that locker room should be lost. <laughs> I'm just saying. It should be. That's real. I mean, it's, it's no other way to put it. If That's we real. have any true personality in that locker room, the yeah, we will have to wait to see on game day, but we should see that. We should see that the that they don't believe in that guy but that's but that's the thing though the the his strength was keeping that locker room together. That's, that's why the, I that, question the personality. But see, you but got you, well, no, 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 but I'm I'm saying he should understand what his his own strength is, and say, okay, I'm going to divorce myself 
of play calling and being the 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 offensive coordinator, right? And CEO. be and be a CEO head coach. Yeah. Be John Harbaugh. Yeah. Be yep. John Harbaugh. Be the brother for in, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, Tom Tomlin knows defense, though. It's a, it's a, I'm not saying he doesn't, but he's guy, not. But he's not really calling it all. Not, the time. Yeah, he's not right. Right. He's not. He, he's not calling at all. No, he's more of a CEO. Yeah. And that's which how is, you know, which is what a true head coach is supposed to be. Yeah. Why not be that guy? Belichick does pretty much does the same thing. He he's caught up in the hype, man. These new young and coming guys, McVay, and you know, and uh, Shannon Han, and you're not you're not those guys. Yeah, accept it. He he can't, and and I feel he's the reason the brother ain't getting opportunity. Eric Manami, yeah, yes, possible, yeah. It's possible because now they're saying, "Oh, it's 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 well." The, no, the sports media, of, no, the sports media, Andy, it's a bunch of Andy Reid. Uh, the sports media uh, does not coaches. like Matt Nagy. The sports media does not. I understand. Like I understand. Matt Nagy. But, but he, he's I understand not the, that. But, but he's, not the, he's not the he's only, not the only one. Andy Reid head coach out there. It's a do bunch want a, of them. Do want a Super Bowl? Philadelphia was an Andy Reid disciple. The, the Frank he, Reich, he's the latest. Frank he's Reich. The latest. Frank Reich had success with the Colts. He, he was like the fourth pick as a head coach. And he's had success. He's been in the playoffs what two times out of the three years he's been there. But and you now, could, I mean, and I, now I'm when not, he's supposed to get his guy, you could, you could be right. <laughs> the enemy could be stuck. <laughs> the enemy could be stuck because of because of Nagy. It's possible. You know what, man? I, I you know what. I cried BS to that because I mean, seriously, man, that dude's been to back to back Super Bowls and he ain't got a job. That's yeah. that's that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, well, maybe he'll, maybe he'll get that USC job. I don't know. Don't go to college. I hope he don't want that. Dude, did I go to college? Leave that for somebody else. Leave that to Urban Meyer when he's when he runs out of Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop, stop Ur- my- Ur- Urban gonna leave. <laughs> Urban gonna get up out of that. <laughs> All right. So, so what? What do you guys foresee uh, at Soldier Field on Sunday? What? 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 What team is gonna show up here? Well, number one. Will Nagy be calling plays? Let's, yes. let's, let's answer. You think so? He, he has to now. He he's fighting for his, his job, his credibility, not just his job for the Bears. He's fighting for his credibility in the NFL going forward. That's what he's fighting for. He done already lost his job. He's fighting for his credibility as a play caller in the NFL because once he's let go as a head coach, he can't be the defensive coordinator. It's not like he can go do another job. Hey, I, you know, he might be a, a, a wide receiver coach. That's all I'm about to or, say. That's all he got in store for him. Yeah. So, so he's, so to answer your question, yeah, he's going to call play because he okay. has to. So he's got to try and redeem himself. And it, and it fails. When it fails, you take yeah. an if. When it fails, he's got, he's, he's got the same issue. Well, well, his, right, yeah. It's worse. Well, here's my thing. For one, we don't know who's on the start at quarterback. That's number one. Just, so that that's let's, all, let's, let's talk about that. That that's why, all. Why why put that out there? I had same reason I had the issue with him when they announced Justin the starter. He made it his business to come behind it and say, when Dalton is healthy, he's the starter. I'm like, dude, like it just it's and I know GM would say it's a lot. It seems like you just want you. You're more interested in proving you the boss to the world 
than just like dude, you didn't have to announce that to the world. It is what it is. If if you want to go back to Dalton when he get healthy, do it. Huh. Like you ain't gotta once you know everybody's excited, Justin starting. Oh, let me let me make sure they ask no that this my shit. I'm sorry. Like uh why why no. are y'all why are y'all apologizing? <laughs> it deserves um, that. <laughs> but but like so he comes out talking about all three quarterbacks are being evaluated to start. So that's already a disaster. So that means you're going to have three quarterbacks splitting first team reps in practice this week. That's, that's, the, that's the stupidest thing. He's just I'm talking. just saying, if, if, if yeah. that's really what he's thinking. That's not happening. No, he, he's got to just be talking crap. That can't be. But why, but why do that, though? Because he's a maroon. He's a knucklehead. But why even say it? Like... I thought I I thought I just answered your question because he's a knucklehead. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I think the smartest thing for him to do would be to announce Lasers calling the plays this week. That's the only adjustment need to be made. Yeah, yeah. He can't do that. I'm telling you, he I can't think he do can. that. I think he can. I'm not saying he shouldn't. I'm saying he can't. He he can't bring himself. He can't bring himself. He did it last year though. No, he was forced into that, bro. Don't believe that. Don't don't believe. It. And look how so, long it, it okay. took like three weeks of people saying that before. You know it finally okay, happened. okay, okay. So if he was forced to do that last year, why aren't they forcing him now? Why did they even allow him to go back to even call him and play? You want to know why? I'll tell you why. The same reason why when I was bowling in Detroit several years ago at a tournament. And I was struggling. I'm like, man, I can't find a pocket. I got people over here, you know, younger than me striking. And no disrespect to, to the females bowling, but they're they making sound. They're making up the pocket and strike sound louder than me. I can't pick up a spare. All of a sudden, dude, nobody wanted to talk to me. You become a pariah. Don't nobody want to be. Because you, 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 if I'm next to you, I'm associated with you. Going down, nobody wants to say anything to him, dude. They don't want to be associated with him. They want him to go down on his own. Like, dude, hey, you know, that's Nagy, man. I mean, hey, you know, I told him, but he wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> it's plausible deniability. They don't want to be associated with him. That's why. That's why nobody's saying nothing to him. It's like, dude, hang yourself. Don't hang me with you. That's why. You want to do it? All right, big man, go ahead. Make your bed in it. I think he's going to do the right thing. Why? What makes you think he's going to do the right thing? Seriously, what makes you think he's going to do the right thing, bro? Because I think he, he cares about what people think of him. Of him. <laughs> if that was the case, he never would have took play calling duties. He would have just been the CEO. It was all set for him to do that. Well, he oh. wanted he wanted to back to prove something. This this from you know this this actually reminds me. It's very similar. Um, Bears in what was 2010. Yeah, the year they went to, to the NFC Championship game. Uh, they went to New York, and Cutler got sacked nine times. Mm-hmm. So made the Super Bowl that year, or yeah, I mean, not Super Bowl, but conference championship. championship. Yeah, he got the championship, championship. and that's when Lovey went to Mike Marsh and said, "Hey, um, you need to rein this offense in," because Mike Marsh was doing the same thing. His was the, uh, "Yeah, we don't need tight ends. Man. We're going <laughs> to run the, you know, we're going to make Cutler do nine step drops." 
right. when when Osiuminora and and Strahan and them boys was coming after him, and and got tagged, got Cutler got tagged for nine sacks. Lovey went to Mar- like Martha said, you got to rein this offense in. We're gonna run the football. We gonna what do you say? We get off the bus running. We're gonna run the football. Right. We're gonna have mass protect. And he listened, and it worked. Mm-hmm. I see the same thing happening here. He's going. He's going to have a conversation with himself, or maybe, maybe it'll come from upstairs. Really, conversation so. with himself because he's been so. listening. He's been listening to himself all this time. Right? I, he's, <laughs> I think he's, he's going to be forced to listen now. I think Thursday we're going to hear that Bill Lazor will be calling plays. God bless you, Ez. You are the eternal optimist as a Bear fan. I have to be. No, you don't. I have to be now. You don't have to be. He's going to do the right thing. This is not Spike Lee, man. He is not going to do the right thing. (laughs) He is most definitely going to do the wrong thing. He's going to do the right thing. Uh, You heard it here first. Okay. We want to make another uh, sandwich bet on this one. No, I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not betting on this team any, anymore. No. Put, put, your, right. put your money where your stomach is. Man, I can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, it should be it should be Bears line should be interesting, man. Because if you have a performance, another performance like this, he can't, he can't, he can't stay past next week. He can't. But he will because Chicago has never, and this is always the first time I know, Chicago has never fired a coach midseason or during the season. They've never done it. Never done it. This would be the time. Yeah, dude, we've had plenty of other times that crap should have happened and this never happened. Uh, Dude, this this is a cluster you-know-what, dude. It's just – you see that schedule going forward? Oh, my God. Oh my, you got the Raiders, the 49ers, uh, those are the Ravens. Who else they got coming up? Uh, Tampa uh, Bay. Yeah, got, yeah. Oh, we have our, at the oh. our Raiders, Tampa. Oh. Well, Raiders, Packers, Tampa, 49ers. Oh. <laughs> That's our next four games after the Lions. Oh, wow. And no first round pick. Fantastic. That was a giant. The Giants are like, thank you, Chicago. Good luck. Hey, fellas, let's uh, let's go to picks, man. I don't want to talk about this no more. <laughs> I think oh. that was a, I think that was a bright spot for me this week. It was smoke. I think it was three. I think and I oh. hit three and zero. Oh. Three wow, I think oh. I did. That's what I think he does. I did. He, he sucks us. Name. He He's... got West Virginia <laughs> and he got the pack. Good for you, Smoke. I went a nice uh, one and two. Raiders won, but didn't cover. Uh, and Wisconsin, I, did, I, I didn't see Wisconsin yeah. playing the way they did, man. Yeah. But, I, but Wake Forest, Wake Forest, yeah. man. I love yeah. him. I love him. Uh, GM, you went one and two as well. Uh, which one? I think you got Stanford. Yeah. Oh, no, you got Arkansas. Arkansas. You got Arkansas. Lost Stanford. Stanford just didn't cover, right? I believe you are correct. Yeah. And then the Eagles on Monday night. Uh, too bad. Too bad. 
So, um, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Philly. <laughs> Smoke, though you were three and oh, you are now four and five, and you are still the low guy. So, uh, let's start with you. I'm coming. I'm coming. I am gonna go to college. I'm gonna go Arkansas to cover. They are a plus 18 and a half against Georgia. I'm, I'm, I'm not. The more I watch, the more that Clemson Georgia game was an anomaly in my eyes. With that, I'm taking Boston College, who is a plus 16 versus Clemson. And then I'm going to go NFL. I think I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Texans at plus 16 and a half. Uh, Buffalo. That spread just way too goddamn big. Yeah. I can't so take it now. <laughs> like Buffalo has been putting it on teams the past two weeks, but I just think that spread is too big. All right, so I got you with Arkansas plus 18 and a half. Uh Boston College plus 16. And look at you taking all the dogs. Got the Texans. Plus 16 and a half against Buffalo. All right. GM, what you got? <sighs> I used to, I'm about to break my own rule here. I never bet on the home teams, but I'm going to do it twice. Uh, I'm going to take Detroit plus three at Chicago. And I'm going to. I'm I'm kind of feeling the Vikings right now. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. The Lions are are the dog? Yeah, they the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bottom about the kneecaps. <laughs> yeah, wow. they're the dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh yeah. Yep. And I'm gonna take the Vikings plus one and a half at home as a home dog against the uh, Browns. And I was really tempted to take Arkansas plus 18 and a half, but that's let me know. I watched a lot of that game against uh, Texas A&M and a quarterback. He looked real gimpy. And then Traylon Burks, uh, the superstar wide receiver who should be a first round draft pick, got carried out of the game. So oh, shit. I, I think that might be why it's 18 and a half. <laughs> I think, I think that might be why it's 18 and a half. So I'm like, that's kind of high based on a top, you know, another top 10 team. You don't usually give up 18 and a half points when you're top 10, even if you're on a roll. And their defense is really good. So it may still work out. It could be low score. So, but I'm going to stay away from that game. Uh, instead, I'm going to really stick my neck out and take my home, my other home team as the Tennessee Volunteers, getting three on the road against the Missouri Tigers. So Detroit plus three at Chicago, Minnesota home dog plus one and a half against the uh, Browns, and my Volunteers plus three on the road at Mizzou. Tennessee getting three, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I like like what I saw. My Volunteers they just can't play outmatched against outmatched opponents, but against uh, I think like minded team that they got a, they got a shot. All right. Uh, for me, Coastal Carolina 
was just looking at them. You and they them. are 33 and a half Ooh. point or excuse me, uh favorites Ooh. against uh Louisiana Monroe. Louisiana Monroe is pretty bad, man. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Coastal Carolina. Is that even a are they even a line? Was that why is that even allowed? <laughs> Jesus. Um I am going to take my Hampton Pirates in a rivalry game this week against North State. I'm taking Hampton, whatever. The line will come out Saturday. Uh, so whatever whatever uh, Hampton is, they should be uh, the favorite in it. But uh, whatever the line is, I'm going to take it. You guys are at home? We are at home, yes. And uh, let's do an NFL game. Let's go Green Bay, uh, six and a half. Point favorites over Pittsburgh. Green Bay's at home, right? Green mm-hmm. Bay is at Lambeau, yes. And you had Arkansas on the road at Georgia, right? Yeah. And what was your other two? I had Arkansas. I had uh, Boston College on the road at Clemson at plus 16. And then I had uh, real the Texans. Point. I thought uh, about that one. Houston plus six, minus 16, or plus 16 and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Against uh, Buffalo, right? Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I like that BC one. I don't know why they're getting 16. Clemson's been sucking lately. Been awful. BC actually has been com- competitive, good to competitive, competitive to good. They're 4 0. Hmm. There's something fishy about that. Must got some injuries that I don't know about. <laughs> they know. Vegas knows. Vegas knows. I see. Hey. I see they. I see they dropped them odds for Oklahoma. Finally, they say, you know what? We ain't gonna keep giving them these wild odds, and they keep flirting with death. <laughs> hey, hey, S, what's our overall record? She said Smoke was four and five. Four and five. I got you at four, four and one. Four, four, one. And I am six and three right now. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Hey, Matt Nagy. You have failed this city. Don't (laughs) do it again against Detroit. Thank you guys for listening to the Easy Smoke in the GM podcast. We got some stuff off our chest. I hope you guys feel better. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. (laughs) Hopefully by Thursday I'll be good. Um. You can catch our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. You can also find us at hp53productions.com. There's a link to our podcast as well as the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. GM. Yes, sir. Please take us out, man. Man, it's like I always say, we ain't saying we're right, but we sure as hell ain't Matt Nagy wrong. (laughs) You have failed this city. (laughs) We'll see you next week.